your news, your entertainment, your business. We're on a mission from God. This is the Rich Rothman Show. Hey, welcome. This is Rich Rothman on the Rich Rothman Show and the wonderful Woo! running Wanda. Bobby, 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 Bobby. That was just an incredible moment, which, of course, none of you have any idea what we're talking about. Yeah, where are we? Where were we? Oh, yes, right. Hey, yeah. we're back. It's Rich Rothman, and uh, we're on 1360 WKAT. Yay. And, yay, we're here. Pizza's ready. Made it another week. Made it another week, which means it's Thursday, and we're excited to be here with you folks and uh, bring you some more of the important information that you need to be real people. We just want you to know that. Uh, and we have some fun stuff coming up this week and some serious stuff coming up this week, one of which is, of course, going to be energy. I'm really hung up on this energy thing. Everybody's hung well, up. Well, you know, it's really funny because weeks ago yeah. and a month or so ago, I made the comment that the only thing that really counts to me, forget about all this nonsense. They're going back and forth in the campaign, mm. and Obama's saying this, and mm -hmm. Hilton's, uh, Clinton's saying that. Hilton. Uh, Clinton. <laughs> all right, so there's a whatever they call that, clipping or blending, rather. Uh, and then McCain, I, I don't even care. The point is energy. And if anyone out there doesn't think energy is the bottom mantra of your life right now, you're just so snowballed. You're going to get so overrun like the dinosaurs. Because that's the bottom line. It is the above all, be all. It is it. The mantra. It is the mantra. Hmm. Energy, 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 energy. But it's a little bit too many syllables. So, G. Got it. G. G, just think Inner. G for energy. Because Inner. if you think about it, I want everyone of you now to think about what it's costing you to live. You know, what's it costing you to live? And don't just, tell me it ain't going up, kids. I just got a bike today. You got a bike? A bike? Yeah. Oh, what'd you get? A, a, a bike bike, yeah. A bicycle. And was it expensive? I decided that I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm riding my bike. Damn it, old man. I'm, I'm getting a bike. Take it anymore. I don't care. I'm getting a bike because I'm showing the world and I need the I'm getting a bike. Yeah. Right, because I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going, hey, you're wearing a green shirt. Yeah. Got a doggy on it, it's but you're going to a green shirt, birthday present, green shirt. So, but the point is that, you know, I don't care. People are saying, oh, we have to have universal health care. Okay, that's just bloody great. I'm glad you're going to talk about universal health care. And we're going to have, you know, this problem. And we're going to, I'm worried about Reverend Ryan. I'm going to, you know what? <laughs> I don't give a hoot about all that right. crap. That crapola that's out there right now, because the bottom line is that's affecting everybody's energy. Give you an example. Mm -hmm. I always talk about my Hess station. I saw the biggest jump in gasoline in my life, and that's going back to 1973 when it really did jump, and people were killing people and beating up people at gas pumps and waiting online for hours. Jeez. In the morning, I filled my car. Thank goodness I did that. Good thing. Four dollars. I have to run premium. Four dollars nine cents a gallon. I have 17 gallons, so I probably put in 15 gallons worth of fuel, something like that, okay. because it was saying, pretty soon, Rich, this car is going to stop. I don't, it's okay with me. I'm the car. I'll stay here. Not the problem. I'll watch the rest of the car. You go and walk for the gasoline. But I would put some gas in if I were you. Okay. $4.09, fill it up. Then. We come and do the show. This is Friday. Oh, okay. All right? Come and do the show. I go home that night, $4.29. Wow. Four dollars. I feel like someone at like Barrett Jackson auto auctions. Yeah. Do I hear four dollars twenty nine cents? Can I get more? Sold to that Opal. <laughs> it's like, are you nuts? Who the heck can afford? Uh. The, the increase is so 
bloody outrageous. We need George. We need we need George. We need we need some more oil. No, the other is what George. We need. I meant Philippides. Oh, well, guess what? George, George is going to be here. That's what I'm talking Dr. about. Dr. George is coming tomorrow. He's Mr. Energy. Well, you know what? He's. <laughs> I'm going to tell that to him. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Energy, and how are you? I'm Mr. Hi. Energy. Glad to be here. Mr. Energy. I'm conquering here? the world. I have oil. They call it a slime, but I call it beautiful. Good. Um, no, excited. George is. Listen, this isn't funny. This is going to be the most serious thing I have ever done in my life, mm -hmm. is my mantra for energy. So, having said energy, that, energy, so energy. things are. This is going to be. Here's my segue. Listen to this segue. <laughs> All right, here's the segue. So everything's getting more expensive. Isn't that right, Wanda? Yeah, it is. Everything's, even your yeah, bicycle, is. that green shirt you're wearing is more expensive because of energy. And there's an article, and I know you all saw this out there. And, of course, being the Monty Python insane human being that I am, uh, it said spam a lot, which is in one of the papers this morning. And it's talking about how spam, which was a food product that came out, oh, my God, 40 years ago. Ew. Came out. It's it's like a God knows what's in spam. I don't know what's in spam, but I think it talks to you. I think it really does. I think I heard that there's a veggies. Help me! Help me! Help me! I'm spam. Help me! I don't want to be spam. So so what? Here's well, I tell you what. In honor of spam, here's cut number one for spam. Oh, here we go. What you got? Well, there's egg and bacon, egg, sausage and bacon, egg and spam, egg, bacon and spam, egg, bacon, sausage and spam, spam, bacon, sausage and spam, spam, egg, spam, spam, bacon and spam, spam, sausage, spam, 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 bacon, spam, tomato and spam, 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 egg and spam, 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 bacon, spam, 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 with the Bourdais sauce served in the purple sole manner with shallots and aubergines, garnished with truffle patty, brandy, and a fried egg on top and spam. Have you got anything without spam? Well, the spam egg, sausage and spam. That's not got much spam in it. I don't want any spam. Why can't she have egg, bacon, spam and sausage? That's got spam in it. Hasn't got as much spam in it as spam, egg, sausage and spam, has it? Could you do me egg, bacon? Okay, so you got the idea of spam, and of course Spam-a-Lot's the hit on Broadway with Monty Python, and being the Monty Python audiophile that I am, uh, I just had to play that for our very high-level audience that listens to this. The point is that spam is now in vogue, and people even, dare I say, in San Francisco, evidently Kimberly Kwan, a mother of three, lives just outside San Francisco, has been feeding her family more spam in the last few weeks than ever before. First of all, someone go save that family. That's really scary. Secondly, it's spam, for God's sakes. We're talking about spam. And you don't think things are changing because of the uh, the energy situation? If people are eating spam, we're in big trouble. So, anyway, having said that, this is Rich Rothman on the Rich Rothman Show. And we're going to finish out this very first little segment with some more of the spam song, which I guess you're going to get more used to it as time goes on. This is Rich and Wanda. 1360 KAT. Don't go anywhere.
Where in South Florida can you find a truly elegant hotel with 276 luxury guest rooms, offering a newly renovated championship golf course, tennis course, the largest hotel swimming pool in the country with private poolside cabanas, a world-class spa, and an award-winning fitness center with a restaurant that Zagat called one of the best restaurants in the country, all spread over a 150-acre tropical paradise landscape. Give up? At Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. Built in 1926, Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami, the golf and spa resort, is a South Florida landmark. With all the amenities to make your next getaway weekend or night away from the kids a memorable experience. Visit www.biltmorehotel.com for more information or call 1-800-747-1926 for reservations. Your next great getaway weekend or night out awaits you at Biltmore Carl Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. In today's volatile investing environment, you need a valued and trusted partner who can build and sustain your financial security. You have that partner in the investment firm of Investor Solutions. Named on Bloomberg's list of top wealth managers and by Barron's as one of the top 100 best independent financial advisors in the country, Investor Solutions specializes in wealth management along with the full range of retirement planning and fiduciary services for high net worth individuals and their families, charitable foundations and organizations, business firms, trust endowments, and other institutional entities. Call at 800-508-8500 now for a no-obligation, honest, professional assessment of your current portfolio. That's 1-800-508-8500 or go to InvestorSolutions.com for more information. No name is more synonymous with success than Miami Dolphins owner H. Wayne Heisinger, architect of three Fortune 500 companies, including AutoNation and Blockbuster. This renowned entrepreneur has brought his unique business approach to the classroom with the Heisinger School of Business at Nova Southeastern University. With a faculty of real-world leaders and a curriculum based on Heisinger's entrepreneurial ideals, the Heisinger School of Business offers the rare opportunity to learn the ropes from someone who's climbed their way to the very top. Apply now at nova.edu slash business. The Miami Science Museum has something new for everyone. Walk among the largest creatures to have ever inhabited the Earth in the Dinosaurs of China exhibit. Enjoy our spectacular planetarium and laser shows. And interact with the creatures that live in the renovated Wildlife Center. Also, don't miss out on our fabulous First Fridays, our MySci FYI Science Lecture Series, and our MySci Professional Mixers. Visit the museum's website, www.miamisci.org. That's miamisci.org. For more info, MySci. It's not the science museum you remember. If you'd like to advance your HR career, then the Essentials of Human Resources Management Program at Florida International University is where you need to be from May 5th to June 9th. This program provides a complete overview of human resources issues and responsibilities by teaching you how to apply best practices to daily HR operations. FIU's Essentials of Human Resources Management Program was developed under an exclusive partnership arrangement with SHR. RM, the Society of Human Resource Management, along with exclusive input from leading HR experts, HR practitioners, and legal counsel. In fact, no other HR fundamentals program offers more relevant content or this degree of quality assurance. To enroll in FIU's Essentials of Human Resources Management starting May 5th through June 9th, call 305-348-4217 for all the details and registration. 
A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airports. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with sleep pods. The new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport's savoir-faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL. Customer service is back in shipping. Fresh talk with a South Florida flavor every Thursday and Friday. Have a little faith with a dashing hero like me on the case. How can we fail? This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360. Here's dashing. You have to give him that. WKAT. Okay, uh, it's now about 4.12 in the afternoon. This is Rich Rothman on the Rich Rothman Show, 1360 KAT. Uh, our number is 305-447-3201. Uh, also, you can catch us at 1360 WKAT, where we stream live, or go to the richrothmanshow.com, and uh, you can catch it there, or you can go to iTunes. Uh, we're now on Apple's iTunes. You can catch that. So we're excited uh, that we're able to do that. Stuff. Yes, we're just we're just getting all over the place. Um, just a couple of quickies, and then um, I, I want to talk, talk about something that relates to space. But um, first of all, we, we should kind of set up the show a little bit and, okay. and explain who's on the show. Number one, we have Jeff Sabar coming up uh, the second half of the first hour. Is he on today? Yeah, he is. He's on today. Second half of the first just really confusing. For, for, at the bottom of the bottom, hour. The bottom of the hour. Okay, the bottom of the hour. As opposed to the top of the hour. Yes, exactly. Bottom of the hour, second top half. Bottom, okay, bottom of the hour. Following Jeff, we have... We have, I know we have this, because I have this, no, we, I know this, of course. We have uh, Guillermo Martinez is going to be on the show. Yes. And we're going to be talking about uh, Latin American policy and human rights and, and then, uh, all, all sorts of good stuff for Latin America. And I think he's right on with a couple of comments. And then we have David Singer yes. coming in on uh, the last hour of the show. And David, uh, who we married, is probably one of the best-known personal injury attorneys in South Florida. I know years ago, David was probably the first first attorney that went on television to promote himself. I remember him sitting there saying he's leaving his light on. He was sitting in his office at 3 o'clock in the morning working hard, uh, building all his clients. But he's looking out for all of us in other ways now uh, in terms of health and things. He's doing some really good stuff. And David really set the pace for the rest of the attorneys in terms of marketing in South Florida. So I thought it would be fun to have David on the show. And I also think it's very good because he's doing good stuff. And I think he, he needs the opportunity. There are good lawyers. There, no, David's a good guy. And he's um, very well-respected man. Um, but when you find out what he's doing, you'll feel better about that. Okay, now, having said all of that, mm -hmm. all right, now let's talk about what happened this weekend. Let's play this cut. Okay, now now we have that little backdrop from Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Of course, I know all of you and your continuing quest to improve the knowledge that you continue learning about. 
Uh, we watched the Mars Lander. Juan, did you watch? The, I bet you didn't watch it, did you? I watched some of it. You watched not, some of it. But, you know. But it's exciting. See, I I remember growing up in the era of the space race in the 50s. I remember when Sputnik went up in 57, and all of a sudden everyone in class starts to say, oh, all the teachers, we have to learn more math and science immediately. I'm in, like, third grade. We have to learn more math and science because all of you need to become scientists because so the Russians. Go up. Yeah, the Russians are doing all this good stuff, and what are we doing? We're not doing anything. Hmm. We're flying planes around the stratosphere. Um, so I, I'm part of that generation that recognizes the significance of NASA. And, of course, NASA was formed in the mid-'50s. Uh, they picked uh, the right stuff, the right guys. And, of course, Thomas Wolfe's story of the right stuff became uh, the mantra for the 50s and 60s, And where, in which case, when Kennedy said, uh, by the end of the decade, we'll be walking on the moon, not because it's easy, because it's hard, because it's a challenge that America could face. So... I thought that, given the fact it was um, Decoration Day weekend, uh, now called Memorial Day weekend, remember, mm. we get a little retrospect last week, it was originally Decoration Day, then in 71, got more mm. Memorial Day. Hmm? Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, I thought it was a terrific thing that we actually did this wonderfully hard project and landed on Mars, soft landing. Now, one would say, well, haven't we been there before? We've done that a lot. Well, we bounced. Uh, actually, in the 70s, we launched two Vikings, and the two things landed softly. Now, softly is a lot different than having this thing, and you've seen this big fall. bubble things yeah. that they, and it bounces and bounces yeah. and bounces, and it does this dance all over the land until it just stops. Okay. And then it. Beach ball. Op yeah, the beach ball effect. It opens up like a flower, and out of this beautiful flower comes this little thing. Hello, I'm from the earth. I come to bring you presents. And it comes out and it does this little thing. And the Mars rover is phenomenal. And the surveyor, because it's, it's living for years beyond what it's supposed to do. It was only supposed to be around for maybe half a year to a year. And then it was going to die from lack of batteries, cold, oh. dust, name it. You know, being stepped on by a Martian. But, got it. Got it. But instead, these things have lived for like three years beyond their lifespan. Maybe it's because it's on Mars. It's, it Things, must be. Lifetime is different on Mars. Pretty soon, the next spacecraft is going to be called Ponce de Leon. <laughs> I named this stinking planet in the name of Spain for Ponce de Leon. Hmm. Okay, so. You don't need batteries on Mars. Don't need batteries, but anyway, batteries are not included. So, so we did this thing uh, by landing, and I have to tell you, I got real excited by it. I <laughs> know I did. I'm watching it with my, I'm making my son watch it, Philip, and, uh, and he got all excited by making it. Making him? I said, no, you're going to watch this. This is terrific stuff. This is real stuff. You know, this isn't computer generated. This is real stuff. I'm sure someone's going to come out and say, well, you know, just like the moon, we never went to the moon. It was all fake. Well, it was a bunch of fake stuff. We Hollywood. know that. It was made up. I know it. Because the shadows are in the wrong direction. <laughs> one minute they're one way. Damn it, next minute they're the other way. I don't know what the heck to do about that. <laughs> and, of course, what do you do for a living? Well, I live in a trailer out in the middle of the desert, and I mm. eat peyote. But other than that, I know better than the guys in, you know. Got it. Got it. So we watch this thing, and they're doing, all right, 1,500 meters out, mm -hmm. 1,200 meters out, Ooh. 1,000 meters from the surface Ooh. of Mars. Who's and they're saying, oh, my God. Parachute deployed. I mean, all this wonderful stuff that occurred, that occurred, and and we landed just like this. Space, the final frontier. Hello, I come These from are the Earth. voyages of the Starship Enterprise. 
its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. All right, we're surfing in space. Do the Martian dance. Do the Martian dance. So the point is, come on, everyone watched that in the 60s and 70s, and they still watch it to this day. It is the most spectacular thing that we can do. And yes, it cost over $440 million to get the surveyor up, this, this thingy, to go up there. It, it's not going to walk around. It's staying where it is. But it's in an area that has frozen, they think, frozen water. And if there's frozen water, we might actually find the building blocks, the chemical elements needed for life. Now, I listen to some other talk show hosts down here in Florida, and, and I love them. I mean, I, I, I have a lot of respect for people who do talk shows, because trust me, it ain't easy talking for two hours or three hours straight. you got to really think about it. But I listen to <laughs> Joyce Kaufman, and I love Joyce. I think Joyce is terrific. She's my hero. She does great stuff. Shiro. She's my Shiro. That's it. And I hate when they say, well, she's my heroine. I, I look at it I as... Shiro. Shiro. Okay. Well, there it is. That works. Okay. And, and she was, like, so negative about, uh, you know, why $442 million to take pictures? Well, yeah, it's taking pictures, and it's going to dig. It's starting to dig in the next day or so. It's going to... I'm going to dig now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to look for the ice, and then it's going to take the stuff, and it has a little, little baking... A little Keebler baking thing up on the on the Mars, and it kind of bakes it out and does an analysis and sends the info back to Earth. Easy bake oven. Yes, that's what they called it. The easy. I was looking for that. God, Wanda, I know you are so good. Oh, it's so a girl, it's a girl thing. they have a, a, Well, yeah, an easy bake oven, and they're cooking the stuff up, and they're going to find out their elements. Now that is a lot. It's not just the pictures. I, you know, I disagreed with Joyce on that. I thought it was a good use of money. Because Joyce said, and she's not the only one. I mean, a lot of other people said the same thing. Well, we could do a lot of other things with $442 million, and we could build the levees in New Orleans. Does she really sound like that? No. Okay. No. I'm not saying this is her. I'm saying other people. Oh, okay. Because Joyce is terrific. I want right. to say that again, be real clear. I like Joyce Kaufman. Okay. I like Todd Schnitt. I think he's terrific. You don't have to. But I do. That's good. And um, so... So we're up there, and you know what, folks who disagree, you know, you say, well, what do we get out of this? And Joyce was good. She said, well, I know, out of the space program, we got Tang. Oh, yeah? The fine, fruity-flavored orange drink that you can have in the morning, delectable, and keep it in your closet, and it never goes bad. Hmm. Sort of like Spam. I love Tang. Yeah. Do they so still make Tang? Tang is the result of NASA. Hmm. They used that in space, and they had the guys drink Tang. Yeah. Because like orange juice would go bad. But they had Tang. God knows where the water's coming from, because when I understand that they're now going to be recycling urine, because water's very heavy. For those of you who had to carry water, water's heavy. Gasoline, water, liquids are heavy. So to get it into space, where it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars per pound huh. to get something in space. You see, when FedEx and DHL and UPS start doing this, it'll get cheaper. Certainly when DHL starts doing it, it's going to get cheaper. They're one of our clients, I have to say that. But um, so... We're up there, we're doing this thing, and, and so we got Tang out of it, all right? Great. I'm still so, back on recycling urine. Well, we're back. I just thought I'd move on from okay, that. I'm so, not, yeah, I'm we'll not. talk about that's a broken toilet. We're going to go into this later. It, but it, okay. the point is, what we got out of the space program is all the technology we're, we've been playing with. Mm -hmm. How do you suppose we got computers that they really move forward quickly? From the space program. Because a computer in those days was as good as a Casio watch. They didn't have computers in the mid-60s. In 68, they had 
ancient computers compared to what we have now. A kid's toy, the Xbox, is exponentially huge compared to, you know, in terms of computeries that they had back in the 60s. So what did we get out of it? The computer era, the chip era. We've been able to take a huge mainframe that's the size of a room, yes, that's a very cold room for that matter, because they run hot, and we've condensed that into, let me think, a laptop. Cool. And our laptop is more efficient than this whole room. So what did we get out of it? We got everything that's existing in broadband right now. We got cell phone technology. We have internet protocol technology. We have interactive software technology. We have game technology. Mm. Now, now, if you want to be on the on the capitalistic side of that, that's great. So, what do we get out of that? We got all these great games and products and phones and hundreds and hundreds and thousands and millions all over the world. And the world is closer for the internet. Yes. I think that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, and and. Thank it's you very much, Lady Wanda. We got it. the Internet, ultimately. Of course, Al Gore invented that. Oh, Al yeah. Gore invented space, by the way. I forgot. That's the latest thing he said. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, I invented space. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so we get a lot from the space program. It's a terrific thing to have. So when we go to... Now, now we're in another generation. We're 30 years later. We haven't walked on the moon in over 30 years. Now we're starting to look at the next logical place for us to go. Because let me tell you something, kids. Nobody is getting out of here alive. Just be clear on that one. doesn't matter how whacked out your day is. Just put this into the back of your mind, and it kind of takes all your pain away. Nobody gets out of here alive. At least no that's what I know No ascension this century. This is not, not going to happen. Nobody's ascending this But century. someday in the future, many, many eons into the future, this place ain't going to be here. It's going to go, the earth, the moon, uh, the sun's going to go super, because that's what happens. It's the cycle Wait, of the universe. How do you know that? Because we know that. We know that? We know what's going to happen, because we, we know what's going to, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Okay. Pizza's ready. Right. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> All right. Because we know what's going to happen to the sun. We know histories of suns. Suns are born, they grow, they exist, they go through cycles. They they uh, consume enormous amounts of hydrogen. Who was here when the first sun was around to document all this? Uh, Bobby Kaczynski. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Uh, nobody was around. God was around. Okay. Oh, that's another whole conversation. Well, there we go. That's, that's the other one that KAT's <laughs> got. All right, here we go. No, not really. Yeah, not really. All right, now listen to me. So at some point, this place is going to become a cinder as, this, as the sun supernovas goes into a huge red dwarf, and then it's going to collapse upon itself and blow up. That's exciting. Yes. And hardly wait. Not a good place to be. You know, The good news is we're going to be taking a lot of dirt naps by then, so I wouldn't worry about mm. it. But the interesting thing is that our energy or our, our cells that will somehow exist somewhere, because energy never is destroyed, we know that, it will become something else. It kind of gets, It's kind of a reborn rebirth thing. That's kind of cool. So the point is, we need the knowledge. So what do you think is going to happen if we start going to Mars and we land and we bounce around and we take pictures and we travel all over the planet with a surveyor, all right, and the Mars rover, and then we go up there and we take pictures of the Arctic and we survive the Arctic for a while and find the elements of life or not find the elements, we are preparing ourselves for an adventure. And along the way, we are learning. 
So the technology that we have, now think about this. We had to build something so spectacularly correct that 400 million miles later, traveling 25,000 miles an hour for 10 months, all right, millions of miles later that it takes 15 to 16 minutes for a signal traveling at the speed of light to get there and get back, we will learn an enormous amount. It's going to change everything, the way we communicate. Imagine if we have to figure out a way to talk to the astronauts who will go to Mars, who will be millions of miles away, and we can't wait 15 to 20 minutes. We have to develop a communication system that allows us to travel faster, somehow communicate. We're going to have to work on that. So somewhere along the way, we're going to learn better communications. Somewhere along the way, we're going to learn the technology to build things better because we can't mess this up. A, it's enormously expensive, and B, if people are out in space millions of miles from planet Earth and something goes wrong, you can't pull out the yellow pages and say, hey, send me up something, Scotty, like they're doing right now with the International Space Station. There's a, there's a focus for you, coming back to the original conversation, like the toilet's broken on the space station. So they're going to send up next week, along with the shuttle, uh, a new toilet part, and they're going to fix it. In the meantime, that's good. In the meantime, a lot of them are really trying to hold it for a long period of time. Not a good place to be. Wow. But you can't do that when you're millions of miles away, so far that it takes 15 minutes for a signal traveling at the speed of light to get there. Can't do that. So we're going to learn enormous stuff. So Joyce and all the others that are out there, the naysayers, say, well, what are we going to get for it? We can build, someone actually said, I was listening, we could build a refinery for that four. Well, first, you're not going to build a refinery for $400 million. That's number one. Number two, what if we learn along the way, since we're planning along the way to crack hydrogen, that we're going to use hydrogen, we're going to get hydrogen because there's hydrogen on the moon and there's hydrogen as a basic element in many other uh uh, solar uh, uh, stars and, and moons and so forth that, that are out there, if we learn how to do that, we develop a new fuel. And we can move to another whole level of fuel usage. Maybe not necessarily fossil fuels anymore. It's going to be the real McCoy. We're going to be able to use an inexhaustible source of energy. And that's going to happen over a period, maybe shorter than ever. We're going to discuss that tomorrow when we talk about energy. Yeah. But the space thing is going to put us on the right path for that. So it's worth the $400 million. Do you know that according to PricewaterhouseCoopers, Media Outlook 2006 to 2010, the broadband Internet experience globally is going to be a 260, that's 260 billion with a B, as in baby, dollar market. Now, okay, so what do we get out of this? Where did all this come from? It really started back in the 60s when we learned little zeros and X's and ones and all the digital stuff, and that's how we got our pictures. Going up and down and around, and then we put it all together in our basic computers, and we came out with pictures. So all of that's going to change, and okay, so we spent $442 million to start the journey. The fact that we soft landed, the fact that we were able to do this, makes us phenomenal. And my point being, I thought it was a great thing to do for America. This is where we shine. 
we don't have to worry about assembling low-end products that are going to go to other countries, as in China, or they're worried about Colombia, which, by the way, is an outright lie because we don't put products together in Colombia the way people are saying we're going to lose jobs to Colombia. We ain't building refrigerators in Colombia. Not going to happen, never going to happen. But the point is, he woke you up. The point is that um, we have a great opportunity here, and, and we need to grasp it and move forward with it. So enough said with that. So much for my Mars thing, and we're going to we're going to get back to this because it really ties into the energy thing, uh, big big time. Uh, before you, we're almost out of time, aren't we? Yes, about two minutes. We got two minutes. A real quickie. Uh, someone died, and I thought I'd mention it. Someone I knew many many years ago. I met. And I'm sure you, uh, for those of you who read the obituaries, not the younger ones, the older ones read it. Um, a man by the name of Irving Getz passed away uh, this past week. And uh, just a terrific guy. I have to tell you, I met Irving in the 70s when I was just a kid starting out in this business, uh, working for Sylvan Meyer at Miami Magazine. And one of the clients that we had, and became my client, I, I was the ad director for a while, and I moved up, worked hard. And um, was Irving Getz, was Mayor's Jewelers. Hi. Yeah. And a uh, big jewelry company, you know, I never knew Irving, I knew, you know, or his son Sam for that matter. But uh, I went into their, and they were in the Gables. Their office was in the Gables, right near here where we are. And I went to go meet Mr. Getz, and I'm just like very naive, I got to tell you, never doing this stuff for much. <laughs> and I went I to see Mr. Getz, and I'm saying, uh, well, I want to thank you very much. Uh, I hope you can buy this advertising because we sure would appreciate you doing this for us, Mr. Getz. And he says, yes, he'll run. And he did. He wanted to be in the city magazine. And he wanted to buy the back cover of the magazine for the whole year, 12 times. Oh, my God. Wow. This was this was great. You know, Richie was going out this weekend. Ding, ding. He had money. Pizza's ready. <laughs> Pizza's ready. A lot of pizza, right? It's Monty's Friday night. All right. And we're not just drinking beer. Okay. You know, making bucks. And so I asked Mr. Getz, I said, all right, can you please sign this contract? You know, and I take out the contract, and uh, Mr. Getz says, oh, I don't sign contracts. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's killing me. He's not going to mm -hmm. do this. I, I, oh, the look, the fear, you know. But the reality of it was he said, yes, that's exactly it, Wanda. He said, let me tell you something, son. I was that young. <laughs> he said, my handshake is my contract. Shake my hand. And I shook his hand. And I'm still waiting to get whooped because I'm this kid from the street in the Lower East Side. And I say, I know I'm going to get whooped on this. And you know what? Woofed. Woofed. Woofs and jives. Well, that's a whole other show. Got it. You can jive and you can woof people. When you get whooped is when you're really messed over. And the reality of it was he told the truth. And for years, we ran on a handshake. And every time I would come once a year, twice a year, I'd come in to say hello to him because that was the right thing to do and pay respect to a person who supported you. He would come out. And we would talk about that, and, and he was very, very cordial and respectful of me doing what I was doing, because he understood the nature of business, because he was from the old school. So um, I noticed this morning that Mr. Getz passed away, and if anyone in the, uh, in the Getz family is out there, I want you to know that uh, he was a really wonderful man. He did a great thing for the community, because Mayors became a very well-known jewelry company in South Florida. Uh, as far as I was concerned, it was the biggest, most successful jewelry firm that existed. So, um, Irving, Celebrate bon voyage in that journey. We'll see you. And uh, this is Rich Rothman. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Rich Rothman Show. Stay there.
Pizza Fusion, America's greenest restaurant, is now open in Weston, saving the earth one pizza at a time. Pizza Fusion serves a gourmet and organic menu of pizza, focaccia sandwiches, wraps, desserts, beer, and wine. All Pizza Fusion items are served in their purest form, untainted by the artificial additives such as sweeteners, pesticides, preservatives, and hormones. Enjoy our fresh salads, breads, dips, wraps, and pizzas. All made to order upon your request with specialty toppings like goat cheese, Key West shrimp, wild lobster, spinach, eggplant, feta cheese, and more. It's all organic, natural, and delicious at Pizza Fusion. Come in today to Pizza Fusion at 2378 Weston Road in Weston and build your own pizza. Call 954-641-5353 for more information. Pizza Fusion in Weston. Saving the earth one pizza at a time. Hi, I'm Rich Rothman, and here's a great opportunity for all of my listeners who are attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. You know, now you can borrow up to $625,000, including lines of credit, term and vehicle loans, at exceptional rates and terms. Introducing Total Pro financial lending packages from Total Bank, especially designed for attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. The best, easiest, and fastest financial assistance you could ever wish to have, whether you have an established practice or you're just starting out. And with Total Bank, it's minimum paperwork and 24-hour pre-approval. Just visit www.totalbank.com for all the details. Or you can call Ivis Leon at 305-476-6273. I'm going to tell you again, that's 305-476-6273. And remember, easy lending with Total Pro from Total Bank. Apply today. Total Bank. Member FDIC. Do you have aging on your mind? Is your health and well-being a major concern in your life? With the rising cost of health care and the many risks associated with prescription medications, an increasing number of Americans are turning to preventative therapies. A world-class team of PhDs and medical doctors from both Eastern and Western traditions has been assembled to formulate a breakthrough nutritional beverage with the wholehearted endorsement of the Chopra Center for Well-Being. Founded by Dr. Deepak Chopra, this team of doctors is proud to bring you Zri. Zri is a delicious synergistic blend of seven powerful herbs, fruits, and botanicals designed to restore your youth. Zri is the perfect addition to your healthy lifestyle, safe and effective for people of all ages. This is an invitation to try Zri today and the offer of a 30-day money-back guarantee. Zri is brand new to the market and is not available at retail stores or your supply of Zri today. Visit bestliquidnutrition.com. Experience the gift of health and well-being. Bestliquidnutrition.com. You gotta be here for Family Sunday, June 8th. The Marlins wrap up the series against the Reds at 110. It's Father's Appreciation Day. First 5,000 dads get a Marlins tool set presented by American Fasteners. Bring the kids to the strike zone for Family Sunday activities, including Snapshot Sunday and entertainment from Radio Disney. After the game, the kids can run the bases in the Nestle Drumstick Diamond Dash. Plus, play catch with dad on the field. 1-877-MARLINS or visit FloridaMarlins.com. Marlins Baseball, you gotta be here. A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airport. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with sleep pods. 
the new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport's savoir-faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. Do you own a business outsourcing your accounting? Then call the accounting and tax experts at TNJ Tax Service. For over 30 years, TNJ Tax Service has been preparing taxes for South Florida companies and individuals. As enrolled agents with the Internal Revenue Service, the pros at TNJ Tax Service can represent you or your company professionally to the IRS. Have challenges with your company's bookkeeping? Then call TNJ Tax Services. QuickBooks certified. TNJ Tax Services can provide training on QuickBooks for any small business. If you need monthly or quarterly bookkeeping services to handle all of your payroll and business needs, then you need to call. TNJ Tax Service, located at Taft and Flamingo in the Pillbox Plaza. Call 954-432-1700. 954-432-1700. TNJ Tax Services. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL, customer service is back in shipping. Live from Atlantic Radio Network in Coral Gables, Florida. You have the makings of a delightful human comedy here. This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. That won't hurt myself. I want all of you out. Right now, you're driving. Just stop. Get off your thing. Get off your thing. You, if you ha if you can sit still during this, then you're Irving Getz. I don't know. All right, then. Welcome back. Get up off that thing. I, you know what? That that was good. I'm glad you had that one. That is really, 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 really good. Um, all right. We're going to have a, a slight change as we move along here. Uh, Jeff Sabar will be on the show later. And uh, we're gonna get to Guillermo. And is Guillermo on the phone right now? Yes, he is. Give me, give me. Is he? Are you there, Guillermo? You bet. Hey, guy. How are you? Pretty good. And yourself? Well, I'm, we're just rocking out here today. We're rocking. Hey, let me, let me. Music. Yeah, I know. Listen, for all those who just joined us, this is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT, and we're streaming at 1360WKAT.com or on iTunes or at therichrothmanshow.com. And for those of you who want to call me up and just put me in my place, it's 305-447-3201. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. I enjoy, I have to tell you, and I told you this in an email, but i got to tell everybody out there, I really enjoy reading your column. Well, uh, uh, I'm not, I believe I write for for a very simple public. I don't try and use fancy words. I don't try, I try getting to the point, and my point is fairly clear. Uh, I know Latin America fairly well. I've lived in more than half a dozen Latin American countries. And uh, what has happened in Latin America and what we're permitting to happen in Latin America is just absolutely unconscionable to me. Well, and I feel the very, very same way. I have always felt that Latin America, A, got short shrift, never has a clear policy coming from the north to the south. B, so many misconceptions about Latin America. Uh, that pre-prejudice people in terms of their ability to, A, want to go there, you know, stop right there for that point, want to go there. How many people actually sit back and say, hmm, and I know there's a plurality, there's a, there's a part that's out there that does it, but how many people want to go to Latin America, you know, for a holiday? 
very ironically thinking, you know, my wife and I were thinking of going to Patagonia. Well, that, that would be a place I haven't been to, and I think it would be great. Wouldn't that be? It's just, talk about dropping out. I mean, that's that's dropping out and dropping off. But but all right. So but 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 I'm telling you, when when I was starting to do business in Latin America, and people asked me what's the next project you're doing, I said, well, you know, I really believe in Latin America. I think think good things are happening. The numbers are looking great. There's a lot of privatization. There's a lot of infrastructure development. There's great GDP. Chile's doing great. Brazil's doing great. Venezuela. Peru's but doing great. Panama's doing great. Colombia's doing great. And yet, Guillermo, people don't get it. They just don't get it. Well, you know, th th there is something to warn people about. Uh, it's very difficult to be a friend of the United States in Latin America yep. because we mistreat our friends tremendously. I mean, it's better to be an enemy and be like Chavez and yell at, at us and call the president the devil and say that we're an imperialist country and we're decrepit and we're all this. We'll keep Chavez, you know, we'll, we'll listen to him because he's got oil. But be a friend. Heaven forbid we can't do that. Uh, no, we can't. And look uh, at what's happening with Colombia. Well, all right, we're going to get to that, and I want to discuss that. But let me let me just stop for a second, pull ourselves out. Number one, uh, you did a piece a week ago on human rights, right. lost credibility, and double talk. We had uh, Minky. What, what was Minky's last name? Wanda Warden. Warden. Yeah, Minky Warden is the media director or the director of communications for Human Rights Watch. Right. In general, and we had her on the show last week talking about the Beijing Olympics and human rights and. How awful it is, which by the way it is in China. I mean, let's be real clear about that. When and I was there when they when you go to the Olympic Stadium, and I was just there about a year ago. Where it, I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres, and you know how they got that land? They just said, "Bye, you're gone. You're leaving. You guys want to stay? These boys over here want to talk to you. That's it. You know, it's a very very difficult place. But you made a comment about them in your in your column from a week ago. Uh, on Latin America, and can we talk about that just for a second? Surely, it, it, it's all—it's it, all quoting words of Jose Miguel Vivanco, who was the America's director for Human Rights Watch. And back in in 2005, they criticized the Colombian government because the Colombian government had reached an agreement with the paramilitaries, which were right-wing uh, thugs. And there's no other way to call them. They were right-wing thugs who were drilling in drugs and killing leftists. They, 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 they were created to protect protect people from scary the scary people. Very right. scary people. They're very scary people. And so, but but President Alvaro Uribe wanted to get them off the streets. Wanted to get them off the jungles. Wanted to get them off the playing field. So he made them an offer, and the offer was, uh, we'll give you light sentences. We will not extradite you, providing that you give yourself in, you stop your activities, and you reimburse the people that you've harmed during the uh, during your activities. Well, Human Rights Watch and Vivanco said that this is uh, this is music to the ears of those thugs. What they fear most is extradition, and extradition was granted. They would not be given extradition if they complied with certain regulations. But three years pass, and Colombia suddenly, these people do not cooperate, these people do not do the things, and Colombia extradites the, these people to the United States. You would think that Vivanco should have been happy, but uh-uh, no. He, what he said is that this was all wrong, that at this time, the uh, the, the bad news is they may no longer have any reason to collaborate.
cooperate with Colombian prosecutors investigating their authorities, just as local prosecutors were beginning to unravel the web of paramilitary ties to prominent politicians. The government has shipped the men with the most information out of the country. So you can't win. Mm -hmm. if, you ship them, if you don't ship them out, then you're not punishing them enough. You're being soft on them because they're right-wingers. If we ship them out, it's because they have too much information. And that I don't understand. I don't, under, I don't understand. People simply don't understand that at this point we have agreements with all the Indian nations, with Colombia, with Peru, with Ecuador. We have these agreements that allow these products, products from these countries to enter the United States free of tariffs. They pay no imports. They pay no taxes when they come in. Yet, when we send a tractor to Colombia, Caterpillar has to pay a 39% tariff or duty to enter Colombia. So, this makes sense. I mean, we could sell more, we could commerce more, we could profit more if we allowed Colombia, which is the third largest Spanish-speaking country in the Western Hemisphere, to trade with us on an even basis and to eliminate all the, all the tariffs. That would take the free trade agreement. Ah, but no, no. People like Vivanco are opposed to it. And why? Because of the paramilitaries. Hey, but guess what? The paramilitaries have stopped. The paramilitaries are no longer as active as they were. The deaths of union members, which is what they were complaining about, so all of a sudden, we punish. We punish our friends. We can't be... The United States cannot have a friend in Latin America because those are the people that we will attack. We just don't seem to get it. You know, I, I noticed that there was a, a piece in the paper the same week that you wrote this last week that uh, you, they were talking about FARC. Now, FARC's been talked about a lot lately. All of a sudden, it's coming to light uh, as a result of Venezuela playing with the FARC and, you know, funding coming from Chavez. But uh, there was an article complaining about the government of Colombia shot, had the audacity when they were trying to round up and get rid of these really bad rebels, all right, really bad, scary people. They actually shot them, and in some cases they may have shot them in the back while they were running. And they thought that was a human rights violation. And I'm reading this and saying, oh, my God, when they don't go after these people, we tell them they're miserable. You can't. What a disgusting place. They're allowing these rebels to exist. And then when they go after them, which they want to do, by the way, that they want to clean up the scenario, then we put them in the corner and say, well, you can't hurt these people. Too That's not fair. Two, two very interesting things have happened in Colombia within, uh, uh, within the last few weeks. Uh, Colombia has lost. Three, uh, the FARC, the, the leftist revolutionary right. armed forces of Colombia, have lost three of the seven members in the directorate. Marulanda Tirofijo, sure shot, died, they say, of a, of a heart attack in the jungles. They killed another one in Ecuador, in a raid in Ecuador, whose computers are giving us all sorts of marvelous intelligence about their activities. That's right. And a bodyguard killed one of the third, one of the others. So they, uh, they were seven, and now within the last two months, there's three. There, 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 there's four left. The FARC used to have 16,000 armed men. They were the best armed guerrilla force in the Western Hemisphere. They're down to 9,000 people. They're turning themselves in. The woman who was believed to have... Rick, I don't have to tell you this. You know this. You know that President Uribe's father was kidnapped and murdered by the FARC. Right. And, and, and yet, 
the woman who supposedly was responsible for that turned herself in and she's been put in jail and she's going to be tried nobody's torturing her nobody's doing anything to her and yet she is the person that's believed responsible for having killed the president's father i mean this is and the second thing that's very interesting is i looked at a set of numbers recently and you know that south florida and i have in-laws that uh, uh, that are born that are colombian citizens there's an awful lot of colombians that things have improved so much there that they're moving back to colombia they want they, they want to go back because president uribe has brought a lot of a lot more peace and a lot more tranquility to the country than when he came in six years ago well, and that's that's the most interesting thing. Here we have a a democracy, all right. We have elected officials. Right. We have a a South American country that likes us, or at least wants to like us, that is doing something to further democratize and stabilize. Now, if you go back ten years, and you can see the growth that they've made, actually since the eighties, go back twenty years. I mean, Colombia was great, became whacked out, got better. And it's a terrific place. I used to go there uh, back in the 90s. Well, I used to go there, and I was very scared when I went there in the late 90s. Yeah, well, that's when I stopped going. That's, that, that, that got very dangerous. But now they say that you can actually have a, 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 you know, a fairly peaceful existence even in the city of Medellin, which used to be the drug cartel's capital. I know, and I was invited to go with the reopening of the Intercontinental one year. Mm-hmm. And so, I just I, I declined. <laughs> well, I, I I I don't blame you, but then <laughs> that we also had Rich what we what, what what we had this past week is we had Obama talk about Latin America. Yes, I was going to get to that. You beat me to it. You must be doing television. Um, no, no, I'm not doing television. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I, I'm I'm doing radio in Spanish, and I'd much rather be doing it in English. Oh well, listen. So wait a minute. You made a really good point. Let's talk about Obama. This is the time for an abomination moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made some pretty well. You made very interestingly, uh, in, in, you made this case in your in your column that he actually made he being Obama made a a policy statement, but no one heard it. That's absolutely right. And I looked for it the next day because of my commentaries on Spanish language radio. Uh, interesting, it's owned by a Spanish company, not by a Cuban company, and. Uh, so it's a, it's it's a different kind of radio than what what the stereotype that you normally get uh, uh, in, in the English language media here. But I was looking for comments because I wanted to find out what the American media said about Obama's speech. I had my opinion. Of course, it was on the front page of the Miami Herald. It wasn't on the Sun Sentinel's front page. They had the meeting and 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 um, he made the mistake. He uh, sunrise, which he called sunshine. Uh, I don't know if you know about that. Well, I do read the paper, so yes. And I, I think that's marvelous. I mean, he made he made mistakes. He even he even didn't know the town. He not only did not know the town where his great uncle had uh, had liberated. You mean the concentration, the concentration camp, camp that the that the Russians liberated, not the uh, Allies, the Americans. Right, and he didn't know the town, name of the town where he was speaking in Florida. Yeah, so. but he criticized but he criticized McCain for getting slightly confused. On which tribe in Iran, the Shia or the Sunni, are the ones he needs to refer to? But at the same time, he hasn't been in in Iraq since 2006. It's been 851 days, to be precise, since he last visited Iraq. But he has a great 
he's got a great sight from the campaign trail where he's been campaigning for two years and from his seat in the Senate. And incidentally, he's also uh, chairman of the, uh, of, of the subcommittee that oversees the war in Afghanistan, and he hasn't even had a hearing on it. So this is, this is our next marvelous uh, political candidate. I know. So what did he say about Latin America? Well, what he said about Latin America was the, the, the first thing is he, he was very well indoctrinated on Cuba. There's a, there's a discussion going on in the Cuban community about whether people should be able to go visit their relatives and they should be able to send money or not. And that's a real debate. I personally didn't go visit my relatives. I personally had no contact with them when, 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 when they were alive. I didn't want to help the regime because it eventually helps the regime. But you understand there is. A, a, a divide within the community. Well, Obama learned his lessons well. He said, yes, I will reinstitute being able to send remittances to Cuba, and I will be allowed travel to Cuba for Cubans who want to visit their relatives. Mind you, Rich, you can't go because you're American, and I can't go because the Cuban American government won't let, the, the, the Cuban government won't let me. Right. So it's very, very interesting. But the most interesting things that he said was about Colombia, Venezuela, and Mexico. He said he was going to stop helping the. Uh, he was going to have the governments in the region stop helping the FARC, meaning Venezuela and Ecuador. Right. How are you going to do that? You're going to go sit down and have a nice chat with 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 with, with Chavez? I mean, come on. I mean, the, the guy's a buffoon. I've never seen anybody worse in, in governing a country. No, I, I did. I saw I I saw somebody in Ecuador who was worse at one point. Bucaram, who was who was almost as it was just atrocious, but he goes back and he he talks about how he's going to do this. He doesn't say how he's going to do it. He goes back to the old Kennedy ideas about how he's going to provide more assistance to Latin America, which is not going to happen. Congress is not going to give more foreign aid. He's going to talk about the Peace Corps volunteer. Hmm. I don't know that it's going to happen. He said he would promote free trade that also helps the poor instead of only helping the rich. How, how are you going to be able to do that? And he didn't say where anything, anything of his doing is going to provide any assistance to the region. But the biggest point is his comment about talking to people in the region who dislike us. Talking to Chavez talking to Raul Castro, talking to our enemies. And he's forgotten that President Kennedy tried that in 1961 in Vienna when he met with Premier Nikita Khrushchev. Right. Look what happened. He got yeah, he got kicked his, his he got kicked all over the place and as a result of that Kennedy admitted to Schlesinger, his his, his close friend and advisor, that Nikita Khrushchev was gonna think that he was that he was very weak on foreign policy. And guess what happened after that? Two months later, the Berlin Wall, and the next year, the, the missiles in Right. Cuba. Hey, listen, hang on to that thought. We have a hard break coming up. Okay. So, if, can you stay? Sure. I, 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 I want to go back to this trade thing with Obama. We're going to be right back with uh, Guillermo Martinez, uh, Rich Rothman, on the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. Hang in there. we got lots of stuff for you. Is your child disrespectful, defiant, or obnoxious? 